0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
2: Well, good morning,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the show. Four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Sitting to my right is Rob from s s Tire. He's the general manager. Dan is in front of me. He's the dentist of the menace of the family, and he's also the sales manager. And they tell me that he draws lines in the sands, but we know that his dad, who's in heaven right now, is laughing his butt off because he never could find a line that Dan would tow the mark on. And then we've got Brad, who's Rob's son. And he's a roving store manager. And he's somewhat young, but somewhat impressive. So if you have a question, give us a call. There's lots of experts in this room. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Nadine, a female lady who owns Air Park Auto Service. Nadine answers to no man. Nadine and Stacy opened Air Park Auto Service in 1985, about the same time we met them, my wife and I. Stacy passed away a couple years ago from leukemia, so Nadine stepped in, and she's running the shop. But in reality, she's been running that shop for a very long time. They're still family-owned and operated. They've been on my best car repair shops list for years. They're a state-of-the-art facility, clean and green. They have the latest diagnostic tools and services that makes most models of cars and trucks easy to repair. Easy to diagnose and easy to repair. If you live in the North Scottsdale area, here's the area Airpark Auto Service covers for me. From 56th Street to 144th Street. From Indian Bend north to Carefree. That area is a huge area, but there's only one shop I recommend in that area, and that's Airpark Auto, which is on Raintree just east of Hayden. Raintree east of Hayden. Dan, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning?
3: Good morning. Hey, I've got a, a... Actually, my mother has a 2005 Impala 3.8 liter, about 110,000 miles. The uh, the car, when it would slow down, would stall. Um, or at, like at a stoplight, it would just shut off. So I took it into a shop. Uh, you recommended. Okay. Um, and very nice, guys. They replaced the ignition module or ignition switch. It was like $500-some dollars. And didn't fix the problem so and then actually uh, i think it was yesterday it stalled and and then when we started up it sounded like it backfired like just a little like a backfire and then it, it started up okay so any idea
1: yeah first of all i want to ask you this did they give you your old part back yes good Thank you for asking for that, because that makes this transition easy. I would go back to them and say, I know you tried your best, but we still have the same problem. And I was wondering, because you gave me my old ignition switch or old ignition module back, I was wondering if we could put that back in and uh, we could work off of a credit and we could move forward. Because that's exactly why I tell people to get their old parts back, because if we put a $400 mass airflow sensor in your car and that doesn't fix it, I like the idea that I gave it back to you and you still have it. I like the idea that I can give you a four hundred dollar credit and still have a new part in my inventory. I like that idea. And let me ask you a question: When you're driving down the road and this dies, it is—is is it always at idle? Is it always when you take your foot off the
3: gas? No, um, it happens uh, like at idle, and also like slowing down to turn. Okay. Then it would- it would just it would it would shut
1: off. <clears throat> Alright. Do you drive it very often? Yes. Okay. I know this sounds crazy, but I would like you to drive it around with the air conditioning on for a while. And I'll tell you why. The idle is on your cars about six or seven hundred RPM. Okay? But when right. we turn on the air compressor, we're gonna kick your idle up a little higher because of the load of the compressor. So I know that we're gonna be fifty or a hundred RPM higher and I'm wondering if that'll make a difference. But if you well, said- you know,
3: I did. The air was on uh, up until about probably a week ago. And um, she lives in the very south valley, and we took it to um, um, the, the the shop. It's it's quite a bit north, probably about 15 miles north. So it's kind of hard to get from from her house up to there, right? Back up to the shop. We're great people. Um, so when they, when they did it, you know, I, I, I went back to them and I said, it doesn't fix the problem. I said, well, bring it in. We're going to need it. But just haven't been able to bring it for, you know, like a half a day for them to look at it. Right. Uh, so at the time, it did have the air on. So, um, and that didn't seem to really change.
1: Okay. All right. Well, the backfire is kind of a key for me because that indicates that we got spark, a timing on the spark. So we have a spark um, causing the backfire. That, that's a concern. Um, I know it's not the fuel pump because you're capable of doing 45 and 55 and 65 miles an hour all day long, so the supply is is okay, so I'm going to eliminate fuel pump. That uh, that 3.8 liter, you said it's a 3.8 liter V6, yes? Yes, and
3: okay. the, uh, the mechanic did say they're the original wires, I think he said
1: plugs. No, you, what you're going to say to that kind of a conversation is this. You're going to look him in the eye and you're going to say, I'm not interested in guessing unless we're doing it with your money. So if you're saying that spark plugs and wires are going to do it, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire, and that means you're going to take care of my my symptoms. So uh, if he presents it as you're due for this, and this is not going to fix your car, you say, no, I'm interested in fixing the car first. I'll do the maintenance later. So, you know, if if you were at my shop and any other shop, I think that we'd disconnect the EGR valve for a couple of days and see how that happens. Because if the EGR valve sticks open, then it's going to die when you back off the throttle and you come to a stop it's going to stall almost every time at 110,000 miles. If your mother's been driving this, I just wonder how much how much James Bond smoke I can get out of this Impala by stuffing this son of a gun in first gear and getting on the freeway and shifting it at a high RPM. I'll bet that the, the pollution that comes out of the and the carbon that comes out of that back of that car would make James Bond proud. So you know you, that's called a a shop decarbonization. We have to be careful not to blow the motor up, but you have to know what you're doing. You have to understand mm-hmm. the risk. But you, you know you you just be. I I always say be kind but firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not happy about spending this much money on a guess. So I, I you know let's well let's move forward, but at the same time let let's see if we can focus on the problem. I think an EGR is a possibility. I think a crankshaft sensor is a possibility. Um, mm-hmm. I th- It's not going to be a coil because the coil works harder at higher speeds than it does at idle. So I'm going to go through this mental checklist. Um, it's not going to be a fuel filter because demand would cause the fuel filter to fail and demand at 50 miles an hour is much more than demand at idle. So as I go through this mental gyration, but the backfire really interests me. I would also probably clean up the throttle blades and clean up the idle air control motor if, it, if it's not been done in 100, 110,000 miles. Cleaning the, throttle blades, and cleaning the, air, uh, the um, throttle blades and cleaning the idle air control motor is something that may fix your car. But they're going to quote that at you know, between $75 and $125, and they're probably going to say, yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like until I get in there. And if I get in there and it's dirty, I want to clean it no matter what. So and that certainly could be one of the causes of the symptom that you have. So that's okay. what I would do. I'm glad you picked up your old part, though. That really makes me happy, because now you 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 really realistically should have a credit coming.
3: Yeah, didn't even have to ask for it. He says, "Hey." Our- this is for you if you want it. And I said, I'll take it. So.
1: Well, that's why I tell people, always ask for your old part back. You know, at my place, with the exception of oil filters and gas filters, you get everything back. You get broken motor mounts. You get belts and hoses and tie rod ends. And if the water pump doesn't have a core, you, you get that. We're giving you everything back. And I'll tell you why. You know why I give those all back? So you don't have to throw them away. So it cut, that's exactly right. Cost costs me less trash bill. That's exactly right. You know, they take it home and put it in their trash can. And so instead of having my dumpster dumped three times a week, I only get it one time a week.
3: So, yeah, we all win.
1: Yeah, we all win. So, And I tell them, don't throw it away till you're absolutely sure I fixed your car. Then throw it away. So it's, it's really because right. I don't want to throw it away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, listen, Dan, good luck to you. And if you have any problems, I'm, I, I'm certainly willing to uh, help you out. But if it's one of my shops, I hope that they'll stand up like they should. And frankly, if they didn't, it would be the first time in 10 years somebody didn't stand up and fix it.
3: That's not even a concern of mine. They're great. Okay. So, but, uh, just, hey, thank you very much. I, I do appreciate
1: it. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Dave, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning?
3: Good morning, Mark. Yes,
4: I have a couple questions. Um, First is I have a two-year-old vehicle and gonna be one-year-old vehicle Um, Usually about every 3,000 miles I like to go to my parts store and then buy a can of that um, Tecron Chevron Mm -hmm. Um, Just to dump in a tank every three three to five thousand miles. Okay. Is that a good thing or am I just kind of wasting my money?
1: Um, That's a good I question. Second. Let me answer that one first. Okay. All right. Most people do that because they think their car's going to love them more, and it's going to run better and longer, and it's going to never break down and all that kind of stuff. And I'm telling you, nothing could be further from the truth. So to put that in because you think that it's going to somehow save you money down the road is just flat-out BS as far as I'm concerned. However... There are times with certain symptoms that we will ask you to put Tecron in your car to see if it makes a difference. So I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. The difference is, as far as just putting it in your car because you think it'll love you, that's a bad idea. I say you throw that money in the plate on Sunday morning. But on the other side of my mouth, we actually do use Tecron under certain circumstances. So, all right, second question. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I'm trying to find my Eighteen-year-old a car, a little used car, and I've been haven't been very lucky in finding something on these online sites like Craigslist and stuff. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out if, if these if little car lots might be worth it or or is that a bad thing? Because generally, what bigger car lots don't want, you know, that's what these little car lots get, yeah, or do they have good cars time to time, or it's just... Well,
1: is I'm there's... not going to step on that uh, cow pie, I'm telling you that right now, <laughs> but I will tell you this, the dealers themselves have a good car lot for used cars, when they need money for payroll, then they send all those cars to the auction hoping to make money, and then from the auction they go to those small places on the street. Those small places on the street are going to make money two ways. They're either going to inflate the price of the car or they're going to charge you. I saw one the other day, you guys, on a title loan. I swear to God, the interest rate was 164%. Wow. I have a picture of it. I took out my camera and took I was in a wrecking yard and I was going through a truck. And I was there to identify Remember the airbag story I told you? I was there. And I looked at that and I almost... I almost wet my drawers a hundred and sixty four percent so the answer is is I'd stick pretty close to the dealer and if you're not gonna trade nothing in and you're gonna be a cash buyer they're gonna hug you because that's exactly what they want they just want the car out of there and so you negotiate with them you get on on uh, I I go to kbb.com kellybluebook.com and um I put in the car and it tells me good a fair good excellent conditions and then it tells me private party sale or retail purchase so it's gonna give you five variables and you're gonna be able to determine what you should offer for that car I I would send you to that because the dealers are gonna check them out so I would start there and then tell them I got a three thousand dollar budget three thousand or less or two thousand or less or whatever and you're not gonna find a lot of thousand to two thousand cars at the dealership but you are gonna find three thousand and north of that all right
4: Okay, thank you very
1: much. Good luck to you, Dave. Thank you very much. You guys get cars every once in a while from customers that want to pedal them, yes? Yes. Okay. And and what kind of advice do you give them? As far as where to sell them or where yeah. to buy them? Do you do both? We'll offer to sell. We usually try
5: to stay out of that in case something does happen to the car and it gives us a bad reputation or something. Yeah. But um, we'll usually try to help. Our customers sell their car, just like the advice you
1: just gave right now. Yeah. I think that's great advice for someone who wants to sell. It's uh, one of the things that we do is we buy the car. Some t- if the price is right, like we bought a car the other day that had 60,000 miles on Buick, but nobody had done any maintenance in 60,000 miles. So it was a $2,500 car. We're going to put it in our rental fleet. So we bought it, put tires, we put hoses, we put belts. Car was ten years old. We did a bunch of maintenance, and of course, if my ride, my wife writes the bill, it's like ten thousand dollars. But if my daughter writes the bill, it's for fifteen hundred, so the, it's cars on the, on the rental car now, and it's it's fine. And and I actually drove it up to Lake Pleasant the other day to deliver a car. Have you ever been to Lake Pleasant? <laughs> I, I, I I used to spend a lot of time out there. I had a boat out there, or at yeah. least a hole in the water that I threw money in. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That Dan, do you have anything to do with that? Did you ever take any girlfriends out to the boat late at night?
4: No, and I've never, never been on, on Rob's
1: boat with any girlfriends late at night. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> Notice how he just carved that statement right up. As a former policeman, I would, he'd be on the polygraph
0: machine <laughs> next. time. I'm just teasing you.
1: I'm just, 602-508-0960. We'll be right
0: back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
6: Earnings vary based on your effort. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-382-9358.
0: Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. That's 1-800-382-9358. That's 1-800-382-9358.
2: When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I... My parents have to take me to the hospital.
6: Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits.
2: I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe.
6: But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1 866 NO ATTACKS. That's 1 866 662 8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor because even one attack is one too many.
2: I feel like a fish with no water.
6: Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Uh-huh.
3: Up from under my hood Welcome
1: back, everybody, 22 minutes after the hour. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting here with me is Brad, who's a roving manager for SNS Tire that has three locations on the west side. Dan is his uncle, he's Dennis the Menace, and he's the sales manager who draws lines for other people, and of course his dad's just laughing his butt off in heaven for Dan to have that job, and the next to him, me, is Rob, and Rob is the general manager of the chain of stores, and uh, we talk about your dad, Rob, Uh but just recently he passed away. Yep, in May. In May. And so... um, I liked him because we were kind of the same kind of people, and we could talk about things that I'm not going to talk with you guys. <laughs> but that's just what happens. that's just what happens and, and I'll tell you something else, and I'm not saying this just because you're here. He was well respected.: Well he was well and, respected. And so are you,
5: and you remind me a lot of like him, or he reminds me of you, however you want to say it, but um, you know, I think it has to do with the era in which you were
1: raised, maybe. It, it, um, it, we we both started in the late 60s or early 70s. I think your dad came from Goodyear or a tire manufacturer. Royal, yes, when
5: they had company stores. Right,
1: and w- I started in a Shell gas station in 1968. Yeah. So we we both kind of started pumping gas and then tire repairs, oil changes, tire rotations, and then they finally let us use an air gun, that kind of stuff. Yep. So we both kind of climbed to the proverbial top in where you're, where you're now responsible for the well beings of all your other customers. All right, I want to talk to you about Larry Harker's Auto. there at 38th Avenue and in Indian School, and they've been in business since 1967. They have fast, affordable service, and, and Bob there does auto electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, but he's probably one of the best diagnosticians I have ever met in my life. This guy has the temperament and the tenacity to follow something all the way to the broken wire that's inside a harness the size of my leg. He can find it and fix it. So, if you have a problem with your car and you're one of those people that's had it to five other shops and nobody can find it and everybody's guessing with your money, I would strongly suggest you go to 38th Avenue and in Indian School and talk to Bob. Bob is in the shop. Ellen is his wife. She's at the front counter. You may get to talk to Ellen, but sometimes she'll call Bob out of the shop. All righty, let's go to the phones. Fred, thank you for calling. How can we help you today? Good morning. Morning.
7: Uh,. I've got a 2012 Dodge Ram 1500 with the Hemi motor. Is what's the service in, interval on the transmission? And the, it's got a limited slip differential.
0: Well, I did it at
7: thirty thousand. It's got sixty thousand on it now. And I, I I I guess the transmission probably is due, right?
1: Well, I need you to look in your owner's manual because it depends on what fluid it came with. I'm willing to bet you that that 12 ram truck you've got has got a 100,000-mile service on it. And that would typically mean to me it's got a synthetic automatic transmission fluid, and unless you're hauling trailers up and down Flagstaff every day, then I say you stick to the 100,000. Now, as far as the differential is concerned... Um, I think when you open up your owner's manual you're going to find that differentials at a hundred thousand miles too. Really from 2012 on up just about everything with fluids is going to either eighty or a hundred thousand. Now that said there's a heck of a lot of guys in this valley that are telling everybody that everybody should change their transmission fluid at thirty thousand miles and I'm telling you I think that's real self-serving unless your car is a seventy or an eighty model. And back then we did do transmissions at thirty thousand, but if you've got something north of two thousand ten, then you're in the sixty to eighty to ninety k range on either one of the things that you came you you talked about.
7: Yeah, this was a dealer telling me this.
1: Well, and and I I want you to default to your owner's manual so you know if you had time this is what i would have done i would have said well you know that's really strange hang on just a minute and i'd walk back and got my car and i'd handed him my manual and say show me where it says that that's what i'd done and then they're going to fumble with the manual or you say well you know i'm going to just step over here and i'm going to look at it so you look in the index under maintenance you go to the maintenance chart you find your truck because there's going to be three or four engine combinations you follow it to the right and it tells you what you need then you walk up and say, well, wait a minute. This says it's got a 100K um, service interval on the transmission. And this is what they're going to say. Oh, yeah, Fred, but this is Arizona. This is like hell on wheels. We have to do it every 30,000 miles. And you say, well, what about Death Valley? Do they do it like every 10? And what about the people on the I-10 corridor from Santa Rosa all the way to Florida in the middle of, of summer? I mean, you're going to go 895 miles across Interstate 10 in Texas, and I don't know if you've ever been there, Fred, but that's hell.
7: Yeah, I have. So, yeah, is. so, so way. you
1: you you look at this guy, and, and and here's the deal. Again, it's a self-serving promotional upsell. That's all it is. So, look in your owner's. I can't answer. It. I'll tell you what, though. I I promise to do if you'll send me an email. I'll answer your question on Monday. Mark, but, can I interject something? Go. Let's look at the fluid. Let's Absolutely. See what the fluid looks like. Absolutely. If it's uh, looks clear, good. if it's, it's clear, it looks yeah, if it, it looks good, looks. then why change it? You know, you bring up a good point. Um, I had an oil guy tell me, pull the transmission dipstick and beat it on the chrome bumper. That makes perfect sense because you have light reflecting through it. You're going to see if it has particulates. It's going to see if it has metal. You're going to see if it has trash. But if it's red and clear at the chrome bumper, then what are we looking at? The next thing, we'd smell it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So... And and on the differential fluid, if you're not launching a boat in the water, then I mean I, I I've got a 2012 Ram and I got 60,000 miles on it and I I haven't changed the differential oil and my wife gets drunk and drives that thing all the time really rough and uh, I'm not doing the oil until probably I'd, 80 or 90. I don't believe that. Yeah. And I hope she's not <laughs> listening. You know yeah, I've,
7: I've never towed anything. I've never even pulled a trailer with it.
1: Yeah, so I'm thinking I'm comfortable with you. What you're telling me is just do what the owner's manual says. Nothing more, nothing less. Unless, of course, you haul a trailer and the fluid stinks, and then we're going to move forward.
7: All right? Hey, uh, one one more question. Sure. Can you recommend a good shop in South Scottsdale around Indian School and Hayden?
1: Um, I'll tell you who is there. Uh, Marshall Service Center is just east of Hayden on, uh, I think it's Indian yeah, I, School.
7: I, I've been there. It, uh, the last time I talked to you about that, because they changed hands, you you recommended them, but they weren't on your list because and they hadn't been there that long.
1: I still feel the same way. They've had no complaints. The new owner has to have five years under his belt. before he ever can come back on my list. And he has to do it just like everybody else has to do it. I don't play favorites. I've never had a complaint about them. And I'm hoping they do come back on our list when they get the opportunity. And I think it's going to be here in the next year or less. But, no, I still refer people to them because I believe they're good. I just say to you and everybody else um, that they're not on my list, so my guarantee isn't there. Thank you, Fred. I've got to run. But anyway else, 602-508-0960, 602 We'll be right back.
6: This is
2: Dan Proff from AM560, The Answer in Chicago for townhall.com. As President-elect Trump sorts through his priorities for his first 100 days, he should deliberately set out to make the 10th Amendment great again. Good governance requires a framework rooted in first principles. To both counter allegations that he has authoritarian impulses and to unleash the populace's creative energies lying fallow, Trump should reestablish American federalism and devolve power away from the federal government. How about ending the federal government's perverse inducements to the states to expand Medicaid under Obamacare? and creating block grants from the Department of Education to fund state scholarships that give poor kids a chance to go to better schools. I suspect the nation's 33 Republican governors, and perhaps even some of the Democrats, would welcome greater sovereignty over their affairs. If Trump governs as a neo-federalist, he will, indeed, be making America great again. I'm Dan Pratt.
0: Protect your wealth with gold and silver from Roslyn Capital. Call 800-299-8200.
8: Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America.
3: A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
1: Well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. To my right is Rob. To my left, or straight ahead of me is Dan, and Brad is to the left, and they're all part of the management team for S&S Tire, Peoria, Sun City, and Goodyear. Yeah, No, he, surprise, surprise. Surprise. I'll get it right. I'm an east sider. <laughs> so but I like the idea that that you've got that Goodyear area covered because that's the only area I don't have covered. That thing is wide open out there. And,
5: and let me tell you, that's a great store, Mark. It's a new facility. I mean, we've been in there for probably 10 or more years, but it's totally remodeled. The staff there, I handpicked myself, my brother and I. Um, I could I could send anybody in there and not feel like anything bad's going to happen. They just do a great job of taking care of our
1: customers. And they're surrounded by car repair shops and dealerships. Yes, they are. And every time I've ever driven by, and it, I'll go out to the races every once in a while, and sometimes I'll end up going to look at a car for an insurance company at one of the dealers. Every time I drive by, it's busier than heck. busy store. It's our busiest by yeah. far, yeah. I had a quick loop facility on a chain move in down the street from me. They got all kinds of fancy lights and banners and all that kind of stuff. But you know things aren't going good when the technicians are out holding signs (laughs) up. You know what I'm saying? And the parking lot is empty. Things aren't going real good. Things aren't going real good because our semi-synthetic oil change every day of every day of every day is $41. And they are at $55 for a semi-synthetic. So a little shopping is going to figure that out for people pretty quick. But it's a franchise. He spent a million and a half dollars building this facility. And they told him he's going to make this much money. So he's having a tough time. I'd, I'm not happy he's having a tough time, but I would have think I would have thought that he would have done a little bit more homework to find out what that quick loop business is like. You guys have seen that we're seeing the brake shops and some of the tire shops all of a sudden become everything for everybody. So we've got guys doing suspension work that never did it before. we got guys that are doing brake work that, that made their name on brake work, but now they're doing struts and shocks and suspension work, which is what I call gravy work. That's the easy stuff if it's really bad. But then I'm finding out that they're selling it based on mileage intervals. So you need to change your tie rods at 60000 Well, on a Ford, I agree that, but nobody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do any of you drive Fords? Do I offend any of you? No, yes, sir. What do you drive, Dan? GMCs. Brad? GMC. Same. Same
5: thing. And your that's, dad, too. That's where it all came from, And yes. what did,
1: kind of oil did your dad use?
5: I think we started off with... Um, Quaker State okay. years and probably 40 years ago when we started in business, it was Quaker State. Do you know who? Um, you don't see that in
1: brand no, anymore anymore. It, it, yeah. Um, do you know who, uh, what, whose oil is in a Motocraft bottle right now? I I couldn't tell you now. I can tell you right now it's not Motocraft. The same oil in a Honda bottle is the same oil in a Motocraft bottle and it's Kendall. Kendall? They got the, they got the, the contract for those two oils. So that kind of shoots a hole in those people who want a part in a box that, that, that says Honda or Toyota. Something else is, is for the last five to seven years, every alternator on every Ford truck has been made by Denso. And Denso's a big company in the United States. But they'll grind the D off the case so you can't see it's made by Denso. But the part number of change perfectly. And I got that from the guy who lives in Los Angeles who handles all the imported trucks and trailers and boats and stuff that come here. So he sells lots of alternators to Ford, and they're Denzel. Huh. So do you know what alternators I sell? <laughs> <laughs> it's real simple. That's what I sell, just because it's easy. It's, it's an OEM as close as OEM gets. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil and his group has been around since 1968. They're transmission diagnostic experts. They do transmission repairs and replacements, but here's what they do. Phil says that they do lots more repairs than replacements. The idea that you're going to go in and 100% of the people are going to be told that they need a transmission replacement is not true at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Every transmission is thoroughly tested on a dynamometer, and here's why that's important. You take the new transmission, you put it on a dyno, and you run it through its shift sequence. If there's a leak, you'll see it. If there's a problem, you'll see it. You don't have to put it back in the car and then take it back out, which is going to add four or five days to the overall repair, and your customer's not going to be real happy about that. So transmissions used on this state-of-the-art dynamometer, you have a better chance of them hitting their deadline than not. So if you live in Central Phoenix or anywhere else, Automatic Transmission Exchange, we call it ATE, is located at 40th Street in Washington. They're now open Saturdays from 8 to 12, and they'll drive your car and they'll talk to you for free. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, you're more than welcome to call us. 602-508-0960. S&S Tire is, is represented today. s s Tire has been on my list for a very long time. I think one time I had a, a lady call me I called your father and he says what's the damage and I said it's like 80 bucks and he says have her stop by the store and I'll have a check I said don't you want to hear the story and he goes no <laughs> and, I remember that I, story and I yep. said to him what if it was 1800 dollars would you want to hear the story and he goes I might want to hear that one <laughs> but it was 88 or 89 dollars and and he didn't even ask me about this story I just said this is what I got what how do you want to handle it or do you want to?" handle it or whatever how much is the dollar how much is the damage You said it was 88 or AM. i'll have a check at the thing for i remember that so
5: um, it's that... all about customer service today i mean people have a lot
1: of choices on yep. where to go you gotta you gotta take care of them but but at the same time brad there's customers that come in that talk and act that tells you you might want to pass yeah there there
7: are some of those yes
1: And so I'm going to tell you how I do it, and then you can tell me how you do it. Usually, I I overbid their work knowing full well they'll go someplace else. Now, they're going to say, boy, Salem's expensive, which is a lie. But that's okay. They're going to say, gosh, I got it cheaper. Well, you got it cheaper because I bid it higher. Because when you start off that I've been to 27 shops, and every one of them stole from me. And one created an oil leak, the other broke my windshield. And you know my radio doesn't work at this station anymore. And I have boogeyman's living in my truck that let the air out of my spare tire. And I would like you to find why my spare tire is losing air and I and that kind of crazy stuff. Right. So you got to get rid of them somehow. So you can say, well, I'm booked for the next 17 weeks. <laughs> or you can just say, well, to find that boogeyman's going to start at about $5,000, and then, then they go away. All righty, 602
0: We'll be back right after this. Confusion ever, someone, or have sudden you trouble, had speaking, understanding?
8: Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had sudden sudden confusion, confusion,
0: trouble trouble speaking, or or understanding understanding someone?
8: someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke.
0: Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg.
8: Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes.
0: Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance
8: or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere.
0: If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own.
8: It's late until wait. Don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's too late.
0: late. Time lost is brain lost.
8: Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
2: How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back, everybody. 602 what the heck is that phone number again? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty is the name of the or is the phone number if you'd like to talk cars and car repair with us. Um, let me tell you about Action Auto Rep- Action Auto Repair located at I seventeen in Deer Valley in the northwest corner of I seventeen in Deer Valley. He's got a full serve, family-owned auto repair shop. He served Deer Valley in the North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom is an avid fisherman. And if you ever want to talk to a guy that's fished for everything that's ever been in the water in the entire world, then go over, get your oil changed at Tom's place, and then sit in the lobby with him. And you can talk fishing until you're both a year later, older. Whatever your repairs are, no matter what, Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service and a fast turnaround time. He has ASE Master cert- Certified Technicians that get the job done right, and they want to help you as vehicle owners to understand what they're doing and why so that you can make informed decisions. Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. John, good morning to you. How can I help you?
4: Hey, Mark, love the show. Thank you. I uh, want to ask you uh, your opinion on something. I have a 15, 2015 Ram, and um, that's a- Crew cab, and I only had a year and a half. And I noticed yesterday, you see where the rear window is, um, like where the uh, where the seal is. Uh-huh. On the right I noticed in the bottom part of the passenger side, I noticed a little rust spot. And I think I don't know. I mean, would you consider that sloppy work? Or I, I was pretty upset with uh, such a new vehicle and having with like a little slit where the seal is and uh, rust already starting to show up.
1: Okay, well, there's a good chance that the rush is is, uh, superficial. It's on top of the paint or the primer. Okay. What's going to have to happen is is somebody's going to have to pull that rear window out Uh and identify where on that gasket we ended up with water or why okay. we ended up with water and then they're just going to put a new gasket in and they're going to put the rear window back in and they're probably going to use a little silicone in that area in the event that there's some kind of a porous action going on in that particular area which is certainly okay so i want to tell you something in all my years of working on cars which is 37 years i've mm-hmm. never heard something what you just said to me and i'm not making fun of you i'm trying to point a paint a picture for you that That's just something I've never heard from before. So if it were my truck, and I have a 2015 Dodge as well, I've got the Ram, um, I've got the bigger cab, but if I had a rear window leaking water or if I had signs of exterior rust, I would take it back to them. I would say, you know, could you take a couple of pictures? I mean, everybody has a phone, can you just, here's my here's my phone number, just text me a picture when you get that window out and show me what you find. There's nothing wrong with that. With technology we have today, heck, they take one, my technicians take one pictures of one another in the bathroom. So they're not going to have any problem <laughs> sending you a picture of the back window of your car. Right. All righty?
7: Yeah, but thanks, Mark.
1: All right, you betcha. And you think I'm joking, don't you?
5: I totally think you're yeah. joking. No, I hope I'm you're not. joking. I'm,
1: I'm not. Let me tell you something. In my men's room, I used to, my men's room is on the northeast corner of the building the men's locker room. It's upstairs. I used to leave and drive east and I'd look in my rear view mirror and every night that light was on, every night that light was on. So I would turn around, undo the alarm, unlock the doors. There's 14 doors that lock and unlock all the way to the men's and I I shut the switch off. So I get this brilliant idea and I go down to Home Depot and I buy a timer. So it's five five minutes. So I install it and it's when you walk in. The door swings and the light comes on, all right? Now, picture a guy sitting on the toilet. He's reading the paper, right? Picture five minutes and one second, the place goes dark, okay? Now, picture that his pants are down around his ankle, and he's walking towards the light switch, which is about 20 steps away, okay? He walks over to the light switch, and he waves his hand in front of the light switch, and then he goes back to his newspaper. That's true. That's true. I And then these guys are smarter than I give them credit. So they find that underneath this cover, there's a manual and on and an automatic button that I never saw. So they go to on. So now I'm driving home. I look in my rearview mirror and the light's on again. So I get in and I, I say, well, what's going on? And then nobody will admit nothing. So um, I line them all up, and I beat them all, and none of of them squeal. So then my daughter figures out that there's an extra little window on that switch. So then I super glue it into automatic. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) at this particular point, I think I've won that battle. But, you know, it just costs money. The lights go on, on all night long and there's nothing wrong with controlling yourself to a 5 or a 10 minute break i, I mean I, i'm okay with that and if you got to walk over there with your pants around your ankles and wave your hand in front of the motion detector it's <laughs> it's a small price to pay all right well i'm done venting my um, i'm i'm glad we're done with that story <laughs> <laughs> I, in radio, you don't have the ability to do visual stuff. <laughs> so you have to do it with your mouth and I, your description. I think people got a visual. Yeah, thing. and that they probably didn't like. <laughs> Dan sitting there just shaking his head. <laughs> He's just going, <laughs> wow.
3: We've gone from talking about cars to talking about guys in the bathroom with their pants <laughs> around their ankles. Well,
4: what
1: I'm thinking about is you know, talking about Dad earlier, you, know, you come back and go through the rigmarole of turning off the light. Dad, uh-huh. Dad would have just called Rob or I and... And said, go turn it off go, yourself.
4: Go get it handled. You know, if
1: my kids didn't live 20 miles away, I would have called one mm-hmm. of them. I would have, but I'm I'm just a mile away. So it, for me, it's easy. But but we just, we want to be green like you guys. Every light makes a difference. I mean, yeah. what's your electrical
0: bills over there?
5: I, okay. When I sign the check, I usually close my eyes. Okay. So I don't know. But I have we have people on staff uh, that watch that for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sign the checks, but they keep an eye on the... Yep. On the bills and, it's
1: it's a I'm, I think at one store it's like, thirty eight hundred a month. Does yeah. that sound about oh, right? I'm at three to four thousand a month. Yeah, every single month. It, it, the issue is is I want the guys. For instance, I have the technician in the number one what we call the fishbowl bay. His job is to shut the air compressors off when he goes home. That's his job. I better not come in in the morning and hear the compressors yeah. running. That's. Got to shut them off because they'll blow in the middle of the night, then they're going to pump all night long, then they're going to overheat, they're going to wipe out everything, and then you're st- stuck with no air. So those are the kinds of things that we probably pass around together. But together as a team, we'll make a lot more money if you just don't cost me a bunch of money. So it's the same thing. I go crazy when I drive down Warner Road and I see a red shop towel in the middle of the street because everybody down the street has blue shop towels, and I know who the red <laughs> ones are. I tried to pick up all the blue ones, and turn them in, and my uniform guy came in, and he says, "We don't sell you blue ones," and I said, "We dyed those just to trick you." <laughs> and he says, "I'm not giving you credit for those." And I said, "Okay, fine." So anyway, alrighty, we don't have any more callers. Is that right, Gil? Alrighty. And if you have any email addresses for the information for S&S Tire, what email address would they use? They could use my email address, or go
5: right to our website. Our website is uh, sstireaz.com. Okay. SSTireAZ.com is our website. You can get all our phone numbers and talk, contact any of us through that website. Um, I wanted to mention we are open Saturdays and Sundays, Sundays okay. at one store only in Goodyear. Okay. Um, we do. Um, we're we're a little bit different than most of the people on your shop on your sh- list. Mm-hmm. We're a tire store that does automotive and truck re- uh, light truck repair. Okay. A lot of places are. Repair shops that sell tires. Mm-hmm. We're we're just opposite of that, and that doesn't mean that we're not good at repairing cars. All of our techs are ASE certified, but we do um, specialize in tires, and then First. anything that that goes with that: alignments, brakes. We can handle just about anything that's
1: on your, you know, on your list of things that you do here at the okay. store. Okay. All right, Dan. So yeah. that's suspension, steering, alignments, brakes, right? Mm-hmm but you're probably not doing evaporator cores on lexuses that have a 22 hour labor.
2: Um surprisingly enough, we we get into some of that. I okay, mean the, okay. the, the
1: the
4: you know the dodge trucks that have uh the condenser back in behind the dash Yep. uh um, yep. so we we do a we do a fair amount of okay, let's repair. go to
1: heavy line doing diesel engines, transmissions or anything like that. No, we stay away uh regarding transmissions, you know, we do the ma- uh general maintenance. Mm-hmm uh... we don't tear into them um,
5: okay. we have some shops that you use that you recommend on your list you to, lean on them to,
1: yeah. and you know that's the best part the risk and reward grows a lot when you start doing engines and transmissions so you, you, the risk might be huge and the reward might be small because you can't buy a motor for four thousand and sell it for ten thousand that ain't gonna happen mm-hmm. so you would be lucky if you make five hundred dollars six hundred seven hundred dollars on a four thousand dollar engine but by the same token the suspension the alignment the tire balance and all that kind of stuff that works. Now on a tire on an tire when you sell a tire do you do you have something that covers road hazard or do all tires come with road hazard or is there an additional charge?
5: Um we we have a an in-house road hazard warranty. Okay. Um it's nothing in in writing. Okay. It's just kind of you know there for mm-hmm. the customer automatic. Um but we do offer a replacement warranty that covers road hazard damage
1: uh, for up to five years. Okay. Uh, I like that. I'll show you what what we do. We tell everybody we're not going to sell them a... a, a, we don't do the tire volume you do in any way shape or form, but if we sell you tires, here's our road hazard. If you kiss a curb and cut the sidewall, or if your wife Kisses a curb and because it always the wife, the guy says it's always the wife. Mm-hmm. So you kiss the curb, cut the sidewall. We're going to sell you a tire at our cost and mount it balance for you for free. Period. So, so you're going to pay for the tire, but we'll pay for everything else. So you pay a little bit, we pay a little bit, and we make it happy. And then I say to them, I know that you're competing, com- my prices are competing with other places that have a road hazard. So answer me this. When was the last time you had a road hazard claim? Uh it's it's been a while. That's what it's I mean. It's been a while. The yeah. The m- only road hazards I've had is both my daughter and my wife drive cars with low profile tires cuz my son does. He wants to show that our family has the same tires he's selling. And he's got those stupid tires that are about 2 inches thick. So you hit every one of the women's every one of the cars that we The right side tires are all scarred up, because that's where they kiss the curbs. So my wife did that the other day on our Tahoe, which is an all-wheel drive, and we had to replace all four tires. So that's the only time in all the cars I own, including our rental fleet, that we've had a road hazard guarantee in the last 10 years, or the word hazard issue for the last 10 years. So I have found that it works really good for me to say, when was the last time you had a road hazard? A road hazard I ran over a piece of metal and cut the tire. It's not my fault. It's just the luck of the draw, right? Right. So. You know, it's, if you added that in, then all of a sudden that's not that big of a deal. So, Dan, what is it that uh, that you said to Brad last time you walked into his store? Was there any counseling that you gave him, or did you? Uh,
2: well, I believe he was working on uh,
3: uh, some back office stuff, so we talked uh, about. Some cleaning.
1: paperwork? Yeah, some paperwork. Okay. All righty. Do you know he's coming, Brad, when he's coming? Do they warn you when he comes in?
5: I don't get any warning, no. <laughs> no it's
1: just. <laughs> you have to get his phone and do that, find my friends, and then when he gets within a mile radius, it tells you. Yeah, that's that, a good idea. Dan is on his way in. That's what I do. Can I borrow your phone? Yeah. <laughs> you have to get his phone in order to make that happen. My wife did that to me the other day. All of a sudden, she calls me, and she says, you're over at Bozco's house. And I said, yeah, I am, which is in Pine, and the ranch is in Payson. And I said, how did you know? And she said, well, you said you're going to Home Depot. And I says, I know. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I decided to come to his house. She says, well, I'm looking at my phone. That's where you're at. <laughs> I said, that'll never happen again. <laughs> I said, I'm going to turn that phone off if I'm going to go do something honorary. <laughs> at least you're at uh, where you were. Oh. Not someplace else. Well, you know, there's Pete's place down there. Yeah, you and, could get and, yourself and my, in trouble. Oh, boy. M- my brother left my truck there one day, and I said, what'd you leave my truck there for? Everybody's calling me wanting to know how come I'm at that uh, topless joint. And he goes, well, we were going up to Heber. And that was an easy place to park it. And I said, you're an idiot. Why would you park it at a topless joint? Everybody knows my truck. <laughs> so anyway, hey, thanks, you guys, for coming in. We um,
5: had fun. Thanks for having us.
1: We have Rob, the general manager. We've got Dan, the sales manager. And we've got Brad, the roving service manager for their three shops on the west side. And I want to tell you something. They've been a good member of our list for very a long time. Their father, Bob was the kind of guy you'd hope would be your neighbor. He is one, he was one heck of a guy, and I'm sure his boys will follow in his footsteps. So I'll see you next Saturday between 10 and 12 right here on KKNT.